Vayner Nation, what is good? A pretty exciting podcast today. Uh, we continue to try to bring some of the brightest and most exciting minds in the world. Uh, this uh, gentleman is one of the few people that has been on the podcast more than once. He's putting on all sorts of helmets. If you're listening at home, there's a Spartan helmet. Now we got an army hat. If you're watching the videos, you'll see it. Damon John, uh, world-renowned entrepreneur, investor, um, but all-around good dude. And so uh, I, uh, it's really nice to have you on the show, brother. I hope you've been having a great summer. The last time I physically saw you, we were sitting apart from each other at a Knicks Heat playoff game, and I was texting you. I don't think so. I don't. I think I think I was at VCon after that, was I? Oh, you're right. That was after, was it? You're right. Thank you, sir. You're right. Yes, I, you, I just want to. I just want to bring up the Knicks heat thing because I'm still a little salty because I felt like you were clapping for the heat in Miami. And I was no, like, wait a minute. No. Tell me. Educate me. You know, I, I got some closure at VCon because I know at VCon you sit up there and you say, yo, cats don't get to me. You've got to understand in high school, I, you know, I've been a Jets fan. You said something <laughs> like you was like, so nothing can get to me. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to this helmet later. Um, but, you know, I, I realized that the Knicks have lost – for 40 years. I'm aware. Now, Gary, I, I want to make sure that you understand. I, I know that you somewhat think you understand business and sure. pretty good at it, but they have a job. Their job is to win. For 40 years, they have lost. Yes. I'm not sure if any of our employees, if you would said, hey, man. Oh, wait, it's 50, by the way. 1973. It's actually 50 now. 50. Okay. So, Gary, you know, you know the, the chef, uh, you know, or the person who does the catering, if after two weeks you, <laughs> you're you starving and you're like, I didn't eat, I think you would fire the person. Well, good news. The Knicks have gone through a lot of players in the last 50 years, Damien. <laughs> Anyway, look, I know we don't have a lot of time and I'm excited to have you on. I just want to go right into this. I think one of the reasons I was excited to have you on is I've been thinking about just having people that I think are doing things I admire, I think can bring value to the audience in a podcast. And literally the only question, and then I just want to spring off of it, is what are you up to? What's on your mind? What are you most passionate about? What's interesting? What are some of your observations? What are some of your conclusions? What's brewing? Or what's what do you have closure on that's a full belief? Those are the things running through my mind. Yeah, things running through my mind. That is a big question, but you know, uh, I I think all of us really go through that every single day, unless we're blindsided by the fact that we're having a temporary form of success in one way or another, and we're mm-hmm. thinking that for some reason it's not going to go away. But usually, nor- uh, uh, normally, we have a healthy paranoia. So if I have to think about the entire scope of everything I'm doing right now, is Number one, of course, I have a dedication to entrepreneurs from Shark Tank because it's not a game, right? Their 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 livelihoods are you know are there, and even if I quit today, I still have five to ten years of being uh, somebody of value to the ones I invested in. I'm thinking about what do I do as this world has changed. I have uh, in I have remote employees. Uh, I have other employees that work next to me every single day. I, knowing taking my inventory, I do not want to have, I don't want to be a Gary where I have a thousand, two thousand people. It's a lot of uh, responsibility. Uh, when I when I topped out, it was 500, 400 employees. So what do I do where I get to really be 
the point where I have a small amount of people that I know all their names, right? I know everything they want to do in life. Because when I had at, at when I had 500 employees, you know, every time there was, uh, we had to stop doing birthday cakes because birthday right. cakes were coming in every day. And I was like, well, Who is who's that? Tanya? Yeah, exactly. Right? So, um, so how do I keep it small? But yet, how do I make a major impact globally using all these new devices and AI and all the things that are changing? And then, of course, you know, sometimes you can drown an opportunity. People like us, I'm offered billion dollar funds every single day. Hey, Damon, let's do a fund, a luxury right. fund and this and that. And it sounds good. But at 55 years old uh, to it's not that easy. You know, when you are raising capital from people and if I do, if I go around to whatever, 20, 30 people and raise these funds, well, the teachers union or pension, they're not giving you $50 million without you showing up in Geneva or some other place every other day. Now you times that by 20 people, and then you have somewhat a billion dollar fund. You have a lot of people reporting to you. You have to report to a lot of people. And then my quality of life goes away because I'm giving it all away and not to my children. So I don't need 20 houses. So what the hell do I need a billion dollars for? So I have to think about purpose yes. at the end of the day. And how does that equate to my health, my family, uh, my your friends joy. and my time? And, and your yeah, joy. your joy. Yeah, my joy. Right? I, I, hear so, it, I hear it right through your mouth. Like it's a very, it's I, I love the last minute or two because what I'm hearing and it's so right, which is, it's a three-dimensional game of, you know, entrepreneurship in life, right? Of course, you know, of course, especially for you and I, and for many people listening, um, when you the money part, especially when you don't have any of it early on, it's just so black and white. It's like that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I need to feed my family. It's exactly. pretty simple. When you don't have anything. Yes. But then, as you like go through the processes that we've gone through, whether our own accumulation of more paper. Or more interestingly for me, and I have a feeling you're going to jump in on this, you start looking at the people that are a generation or two ahead of you. Now that we're 47 and 55, we have a lot of contemporaries ourselves who yep. are in places of achieving certain things. And you just kind of get to this place with where you're like, man, I know unlimited, sad, anxious, depressed, miserable, wealthy people. And like, what the fuck is that about? That's not, there's nothing interesting about that. And then you get into a place of like, Oh, if I'm going to play this, you know, I hope you're thinking the same way I am. My great hope for you is with modern medicine and the way we all roll now, you know, 110 is not impossible for us, you know? And so if you've got 55 more, God willing, you know, you'd like to kind of fucking enjoy it to the best of your ability. And that definitely isn't going to be money at all costs. It comes in impact, purpose, joy, you know, it matters. I mean, you're spot on. We are at the greatest time, and you agree with me. We are the greatest moment in our lives where, listen, you know what? Uh, put it like this. If, if, if you're that everyday person right now who is growing, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, because we are so tempted, and it is our ego, too, that is a little bit of a, I can do this. But you go to a place, and I loved, I invested in a restaurant, I remember, about 10 years ago because I loved the chicken wings. They were amazing. I said, you know what? Great. I go there. I have a good time. The feel of everything, chicken wings. Uh, I'm going to make, you know what? I'm going to then start doing these chicken wings frozen. I'm going to make them all over the place, whatever. When I started having to deal with the labor and the, the inventory and all that, I never went back to that goddamn place again because I just wanted to enjoy the damn chicken wings yeah. and I should have just left it at that. Yeah. Right. Um. And, but today, like you're saying, 
you know, I heard. I, listen, Kim Kardashian had a ha, has has gotten a lot of different uh, 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 hate mail because she went to a place called Pernubo that I went to about a month ago. I went and get this full body scan, no radiation. They find an aneurysm or a Baker cyst in my leg, in the back of my leg. Now, my friend who just owned the who unfortunately passed away, J.R. Redinger, who first vacation he took in 30 years on his $85 million yacht. Um, he had a pain in his leg. He went down downstairs, and unfortunately, he's no longer here because of an aneurysm. So immediately, I was petrified. Um, but because I got that twenty-five dollars or $3,000, and I understand, I don't want to be toned that. I got that 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 uh, that Pernuvo thing. I went, I was able to check it and realize it was just a baker's cyst, but I have a freedom of, uh, of, of, you know, thought to know that I'm okay. That's what technology is today. But why am I saying that? Because technology is to the point where, uh, you know, I'm having things on an eboo machine and I'm draining my blood to see, and what I'm doing is, uh, uh, um, uh, ozone in my blood to see how much inflammation in my body. Technology is at a great point where we can live forever. And I'm going to pay, I'm going to touch on that Kim Kardashian thing for a second. Everybody's slammer. Kim, $2,500, $3,000. But you know what? Unfortunately, maybe then some of those people standing outside of those luxury uh, stores that I see online all day long that ain't got it, maybe they won't be able to afford a bag for another six months, but they'll be able to live for the next 20 years of their life. Of or take the point of where we are today and forget if you can't afford a twenty-five dollars or $3,000, uh, you know, uh, thing like that. If you work at McDonald's, you know, you get every year one physical, go get your blood check to see if your white blood cells are in line or whatever it is. Right, Gary? My point my, is that technology today yeah, my, is there. My favorite thing Oprah did ever, and she's done so many iconic things, was she had a huge audience really go to the doctor on their birthday. Yeah. The big agenda she pushed on her show. And I watched women across this whole country during that you know, era where she was that person in society, create new behaviors in a positive way. And to your point, in a world we live in now, this is my number one point of social media to a lot of friends. You, I tell my friends, you posting a picture of you on a private plane, break down for me how that's valuable for the person that's receiving on the other end. And they, so, and you know what they'll do, Damon? Like they'll try to be like, "Well, it's aspirational, Gary. I'll motivate them." It ain't aspirational. Like, Fuck you. I'm like, I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, I'm like, that's gonna make people upset. On the flip side, you coming on this podcast right now and saying, "Hey, I'm empathetic. I've been on both sides of the financial equation." But even if you're making minimum wage, you do have most of us. God bless. No matter what the financial situation, your ability to check your white blood cells on a blood test in around the world is high. Of course, there's third world countries. Of course, there's North Korea. I yeah. get it. There's edge cases, but starting to have these conversations where there's value, like I'm with you a hundred percent. Gary, you know we're not we're not we're not we're not crucifying anybody who's talking about how many planes and trains they're on and or drinking uh, you know X amount of champagne and cars. Yeah. We're crucifying her, but you know what? The point of the matter is, Gary, you and I, we both come from immigrant parents. We yeah. come from an, a day and age where we didn't have social media to say what is the right thing to do. You know what? Maybe I can't afford that, but I know how to put a bunch of ice in a damn tub and yeah. then and and and, yeah. and reduce my inflammation. Yeah. 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 You and I come from parents and people who didn't have this information who they said, listen, we never go to the doctor because we can't afford the doctor or they're wrong yeah. or whatever. The same way that I get motivated from following whether Gary Vee or somebody or, or, or somebody about medicine, everything else. Well, then you know what? 
if you're going to have all these feeds on places to go and things to buy and music, no problem. Put some feeds on there of AI, financial intelligence, how to help your health. And you know what? Slowly in the morning, I, when you look through these feeds, maybe you start in a I year to realize maybe I should do something else. DJ, I'm so proud of you, brother. I'm loving everything. coming. This is going so well. I literally just was in Australia and... You know, we both speak a lot. We've been able to cross paths. I still always finally smile when I think. I love the gangsterness of how long that goddamn trip, trip took because everybody, oh. like you said, they see the stages and they don't realize your oh. ass was up oh. for I don't know how long. Oh. It's no joke. But go ahead. Let's go. That's that's what I want people to see. But let's go. You and I, you know, I, I've always liked your speaking style as well because I think you you know, you, you don't have the same deck. And so in this right. talk, I did three cities real quick and I, I did it in the first place. So I brought it back in both spots. Improv kind of, I was like, hey, by the way, talk about these feeds. When I open my Instagram, when I open my TikTok, I'm seeing people save a kitten off a tree. I'm seeing a three-year-old hug another two-year-old. I'm seeing Jets videos. I'm seeing sports. Like you, you find what you're looking for. The fact that you just went there as well, which is like, you can say that like that we're getting all this bad stuff. Why don't you engage and spend time on good stuff? You are more than welcome, like Damon just said, to go to Instagram and TikTok right now, which are the predominant feeds for a lot of people. Go to the search, type in financial literacy, enter. Things will show up. You can then follow nine of them. You don't buy anything just don't yet. Buy don't anything. buy anything. Don't buy a right. course. Don't buy anything. Get educated. Back out, type in eat cleaner and healthier, enter, follow 912 people, enter back out, how to fix back pain, enter, find a bunch of content, follow that tomorrow. And I have a funny feeling both of us are gonna get some tweets on this. Everyone listening can change their feed tomorrow by searching 20 positive or informational or thoughtful things, following 20 to 50 accounts through your little discovery of that, and watch what changes. You become what you think about most of the time, Oprah said, and we can do these in simple form. You know, you know what I've learned? You know, listen, they say that, I don't know, whatever it is, all the PhDs will correct me. There's a hundred and whatever, right? 105,000 words in English language. We use about six or 7,000 of those words. And if you want to make immediate changes too, you, my little girl is seven years old. She's taught a new word every single week. And the words that we use be, are the people we are. If we uh -huh. use words in our 5,000 to 7,000 words, if we use words like drama, hate, broke, um, fight, ignorant you know what i mean then we're going to start moving there so the words that i teach my daughter every week is something like uh interest if you know about interest you'll earn it if you don't know about it you'll pay it or love or compassion or empathy or save you know these type of words it's the same as the feeds we're watching right it's all of these things that we use that slowly can change us we always think too literal we got to go to school and learn financial intelligence right now we got to do this it's the small habits that get us because when you when you stick to those small habits you know we stick to bad habits no problem or how i say the devil sneaks in your life i'll give you an example i think about it. i told somebody the other day they said well i can't get nowhere in life i said well, when you go on vacation when you say 
I'm going to get that pina colada with a double 151 shot as soon as I land. I promise you, as soon as you land, you got that goddamn pina colada with a double thing, and then you go into more. You came out with the 151, my God. You know, I worked at Red Lobster. You had that 151 in there, double shot of that. Oh, my God. When I was a kid in the liquor store, the people that bought the 151, I was like, oof. They're playing it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you who's really gangster. Mark Mark Cuban used to drink Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. So that 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 showed you on some. He was on some other shit, right? I mean, I, I thought it was only uh, Grady on Sanford and Son who drank that and <laughs> and Ripple, right? Or Wild Irish Post. But oh my the God. bottom line is, you're not gonna let yourself down when you say I'm gonna do that. But you know what? When you say I'm gonna go home and read a chapter every night, you get the other things. I, I you know, it's the ones who it's the ones who break those habits and are just as disciplined about the positive things, whether they're scrolling through those things or getting their one by so one. Let's, let's go, in, the, in the back half of this podcast, let's go micro. We went very macro about perspective mindset. I think yeah. everything we just touched on is gonna bring a ton of value, especially because we went a little deeper on like change your algorithms. Talk to me about, um, in the micro, any any sectors, any startups, anything that has got you going, anything, what's going on with, actually, how about five minutes about what's going on with you? Like, what do you, like what's going on with you with content or podcasts or, or you know, it, it's, it's a good question. So, I I I think the obviously the biggest uh, to utilize what I have at my my disposal. I've come from a business where I had to make a shirt, warehouse it. Da, 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 da. I love content, but I love content and education. My 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 three peat, if I'm going to call it, or the rest of my life is going to be spent uh, on drilling down on education and giving access. Now there's couple of forms of access to give, right? There's what we do every day. You and I have written many books on this. I'm on Shark Tank. I do that. But I've become a little more of a Gary V, Kevin O'Leary kind of guy where I'm like, all right, I wrote five books on it. If you guys don't get it, then that's your goddamn problem. But the, per- <laughs> the people that I want to get it is the kids. So my, my thing is that uh, hopefully I've made an impact with FUBU. Hopefully I've made an impact with Shark Tank. But my 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 really goal now is financial ed- intelligence and education for children six to ten years old to start them off thinking this and break the school system that does not teach them this. Because what happens if you don't teach them this and then it's at at, at eighteen years old they can go get five hundred thousand dollars worth of student debt for a for a career they're not even sure they want to have. Then you set our country up for failure because yep. then they don't have enough money. Yep. And when you don't have enough money, and like we talked about shit. earlier, yep. the, the cheapest things to consume for food are made out of salt, sugar, and butter. Yep. And then all of a sudden we have a, a bigger issue. That's right. So that's my, that's yep. my, that's my three Pete. I want people to say Damon changed the system and he got a whole bunch of other amazing people to either compete with him or see the value. And, and that's why I had that book, uh, little Damon learns to earn that did really well hit Amazon number one for 24 hours. So Jeez, that's, that's where I'm going. Good for you. Yeah. I love it. You know, it's funny. I love that. And you know, what's crazy is I, I said something ironically on this point, uh, this last week, last week, I also improved into the stand up keynote style that I talk. I'm like, remember when people used to talk about saving money? I literally, you and I grew up in an era where that was a conversation that people were like, that was a word that people said. There's not a motherfucker under 25 years old that even raps their head around the idea of like, I'm gonna work and I'm not gonna go into credit card debt. I'm gonna live within my means and save 10 or 10, 20% of my take home. We are now in a place of zero savings, yep, full, zero. Debt, full debt, full debt. 
and all, we don't own. All to buy shit. All to buy shit that doesn't mean shit. And we don't own because now we rent an Airbnb or yeah. we take and we don't own any equity. And, and, and that's critical. But, you know, listen, even even as I talk about investing like this, you know, listen, you are you are obviously somebody who broke into the market and really have educated us on NFTs. You know, I, I, I just did a post. I said, you know, when it's not sexy anymore and you really love it, that's when it's time to invest. Because if you know that, you know, you know, you know, E and you know, you need Bitcoin, but you need E to power all these NFTs and nobody's talking about it no more. Fucking Bitcoin just went up from from, I don't know, 15 or 18 dollars to, to whatever it doubled in six months. Yeah. Right. So you already know that this stuff is not going away. But if you get financial intelligence from us, you can own, you could have. Think about when would your money have doubled in six months ever? Yeah. But if you're not thinking like what you're talking about, ownership, saving, investing in early, like Barbara says, buy houses now. Why? Interest rates are too much. You know why? Because nobody else is buying and the interest rate's going to reset in another six months or a year. This is the time to buy. Own. Love. I love. And listen, I think the six to 10 thing is massive. And I think you're so on it because I think, the look, V friends, all this crazy shit. Right, the NFT part, obviously, that's a very volatile asset, similar to internet stocks in the 90s. We talked about that ad nausea. Yep. On the flip side, the mission, like what I'm doing with the cards and the comic books and the toys and the animations, teaching kids at six to 10, which is my target's five to 10 in a lot of ways with what I'm doing now. Later, it will be more like- Yeah, same thing, five to 10, same yeah. thing, yeah. Later, I'm gonna convert them into the stuff like Marvel movies, 18 to 25, all that. but. Teaching accountability, one of my, when people ask me, what's your favorite friend? I don't, it's like children. I love them all. I created them. But when I tell you accountable aunt, if I can get accountable aunt to be <laughs> cool as fuck and a real thing to five to 10 year olds and humans at 18 to 30, like think it's a good thing to be accountable. It will literally reverse, forget about COVID. The great pandemic of the last decade is a complete lack of accountability. Literally everyone on earth is walking around pointing fingers. It's the government's yep. fault. It's that mm -hmm. person's fault. It's technology's fault. It's the, it's everyone's fault but themselves. Right, exactly. It's crazy. The accountability, it, it is critical. I mean, you know, those are the type of books I'm trying to put out, right? Uh, little Damon learns to barter. Little Damon learns responsibility. Okay. Little Damon lear learns all those type of things. You know, you know and, and it's also... We have a job and that's the problem, right? You know, as we know, our children are growing up and they all want to be singers and dancers and TikTok people and China is changing the whole game and they're showing them. But we want our children to understand these processes early. Like I say, you know, you don't teach. I mean, maybe that this is exactly what they probably did to all the players on the Jets and the Knicks. <laughs> you don't teach people to be a professional athlete when they're 18 years old. You teach them when they're five. Mm -hmm. Now, most of the Jets and the Knicks were probably taught at 18 years old. <laughs> but you don't teach people to play an instrument at, at, at 20 and put them in an orchestra. You teach them at five and six. And I always break down the very simple way that any person should activate $3. When $3, 3 million or 3 billion come in, the first dollar, and so if you teach kids this in the right way, they'll start thinking like this. The first dollar goes to what exactly they need to buy because they need to live. The second is an investment. An investment can be in their in, in their in their uh, 
public company, in their uh, uh, education, whatever the case is. And the third dollar goes for what you would like to have, but don't have to have. If you don't buy it, then put it into number two. Mm -hmm. Number two, sooner or later, grows because their investments into bucket number one and number three. But the way that we live today, like you said, with no ownership and no accountability, we work really hard. Yep. I get that. We go and buy number three first because we want to treat ourselves. Yep. That means we have no money for number two, and then yep. we're paying 18 to 24% credit card yep. interest on number one, and yep. we never, ever get out of the cycle. Yep. Teach kids that at, at five to six to seven years old, they will start off with the fundamentals on what to use with financial while, intelligence. While you battle on that, which is going to be massive, I'm going to be battling on redefining success for some of these kids of like, hey, if you're happy, like real talk, if you're 24 and you wake up, if you're 33 and you wake up it, and you live within your means of making 79,000 a year, yeah. telling y'all you're winning. I know what all the glitz and glamor, I know the Hollywoodification. The, listen, I'm a capitalist and an entrepreneur, but the capitalist, entrepreneur, Hollywood, American thing, do not get tricked. You need to fight for happiness and being content. That doesn't mean being passive. Being content and happy is unstoppable. Like I'm ambitious as fuck, but there's a level of contentness that doesn't lead to the anxiety. I'm going to tell I'm going to share with you a story that uh, you know, I've never shared with anybody and I just thought about it. You know, Safugu was obviously doing really well, but I knew when I did my 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 math, I was like, "Listen, you know what? When I came into the market, Levi's doing 18 billion, it's doing 3 now. I don't even know where United Color or Benetton's are. I don't know where anything's are. So naturally, I'm not going to put myself first as an ego. Sooner or later, FUBU will have its up and its down. I realized I lived across the street at the time from my office, and I had a Maybach because I wanted to pull up, of course, all the time at the parties and the clubs yeah. with the Maybach. Yeah. When I think about it, I'm paying for a Maybach. I'm paying for all the stuff. I'm flying private, by the way. you know, I got to fly private that time because I'm rich, right? <laughs> when I really thought about it, the five people that saw me in, in, in first class uh, going to L.A. and the five people that saw me coming back, I got there maybe two hours later. But you know what? It was a difference of $60,000. Why do I give a shit about those 10 people that saw me or not? Why did I need the Maybach to go across the street to my office, right? What I did was I went and bought a little property. It didn't cost much, but it was in the middle of the woods, way upstate New York. And I said, if everything goes to shit, I got this little place and I'm not going to have to be. And I can live. I had enough money to live. I can now live and not have to worry about being scrutinized. Hey, weren't you the FUBU dude? Oh, FUBU suck. Yo, you're broke. I, I, I did that. I put that away and thank God I did. But today now. You can live anywhere you want in the world and you don't have to walk down the block. You can have a shit ass little farm that you're super happy with. You can live in a little ass apartment no matter what. And you can really be financially secure with what you're going to do and put that money into what you really need and not have to. Who gives a shit about what other people are going to think about you? Because you know who's important? with your kids and your family and your wife and your husband and your parents to be okay. And today we're in the world where you don't have to live in the city. You don't have to have a big car. You don't have to have that shit because this is the only place they really need to see you. So who are you trying to impress at the end of the day? And that's the important part of what, what success is to you. Success needs to be, are you happy with the ones that you love? I couldn't agree more, man. I'm Listen, I'm sitting here and having an out-of-body view of our convo and I'm like, man, there's a, there's, there's a chance. If guys like us who are in the public 
sphere right now for business yeah. are having a 30 minute conversation that we just had. Yeah. We have a real shot because the bottom line is this was none of the conversation by mature businessmen and women in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. And I think this is huge because I think a lot of people are very confused about how to get to a good place. And I think that there's a level of compassion and empathy and sympathy and good that is emerging. And I do believe in the power of merit. The reason I love sports and business is they're grounded in a level of merit that school and politics and corporate are not. And I just really hope that you and I are the preview, and there's others out there right now doing the same thing we're doing. If we're the preview of the well-rounded business combo, I think we're gonna have more successful financially and definitely more emotionally successful people. And I'm excited to be on that journey. I am too, and I don't even need your answer because I know just like I just said, whether it's when I gave up everything, I started working Red Lobster, I found this thing called FUBU, and when I gave up everything and I moved to that little house, I found this thing called Shark Tank because I was able to clear my head and do what the hell I liked and I loved, and that's when my greatest successes came. I love you, brother. Thank you for being on. Any last parting shot that you want the Vayner Nation to know about or go check out or anything? Just check out check out my podcast. It's called That Moment with Damon John because I, I learned from Gary as well. This is what I love about it. When people give answers to a lot of questions, a lot of us are like parrots and we talk because we know that's the go-to. I dig really deep in the conversation. Say, hold on, hold on. Don't brush over that. What happened that moment? What happened that moment? I dig really deep. Check out the podcast. It's on every week, uh, I think Monday and Tuesday. Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeart, and all that good shit. I love you, man. Thank you so much. You've done so much for my family. I'm not going to mention it. You never mention it. You never have asked for any favors. I fucking love you, man. I love you. And that's why you're so great. Talk soon, brother. Bye, everyone.